You are about to experience Vegas bad boys of podcasting. Fortunately, you are about to hear lots of opinions. But uh, rarely any facts. Impersonation might occur. But uh, good luck trying to figure them out. This program is not intended for kids or the easily offended. Listener discretion is advised. You have been warned. You press play. It's too late to stop. Get ready to podcast. Hey there, welcome to another edition of Vegas Bad Boys of Podcasting. It is I, DJ Impact. Sin City Steve is with us as well, Matt Michaels. And um, at some point during our show, Rob will uh, pop on. I hear he's rushing to uh, get everything uh, situated, so we'll just let him in. But for everyone... You he's rushing? <laughs> I thought he was in New York. Yet, it, yet again, <laughs> someone wanting to you know, say that Trump is Russian. See how it is. There you go. I didn't say I I wanted to say Trump is Russian. I said Rob is Russian. And Rob also (laughs) likes to compete on, too. Oh, Jesus. Um, Listen, if you're watching us live, make sure you throw all of your comments inside of the chat box. YouTube, Twitch, and Facebook Live. We'll try to get those comments in as we see. And we're also going to have a three-count as well we haven't done that in the last couple of weeks when this show ends just make sure you follow us so when that notification pops on you could be a part of three count we got three good topics you're going to want to talk about it and ah look like uh look like rob's uh kind of close to being ready here you know eh, I mean, okay he's trying he's to fix everything no no he's getting a towel there to wipe off the uh urine oh it looks <laughs> Uh, okay, here we go. Hey, man, welcome, Rob. We got <laughs> got you on. What's up, man? Uh, yeah, we can't hear you. Oh, there you go. All right, look, we just getting the show started. Wrestling talk. Let's get right into it. Just video. I'm gonna hand it over to you. But I, I will tell you this. Yeah, fix that mic, Rob. Hold that in my ear. All right, there we go. <laughs> um, just video. I will tell you this. I watched an entire episode of Dynamite. Alert the media. <laughs> you know Holy what? Holy shit. If I want to know what, do, we, do you know what dynamite is? Oh, stop it. <laughs> I, I, I will tell you this. Out of the whole show, shout out to Warlow. Yes. Like the promo was nice. It was a I gotta give him fire for that promo. Now he made a good point. Now who's supposed to step up to beat a guy who don't whooped up all these so-called AW champions? Yeah. I I don't know where the storyline is going with that. I don't watch it, but shout out to Warlow. I was watching that promo like, wow, that's a fire one. Now I'm going to go 180. Nothing's going to happen with it. He's going to disappear for three weeks. <laughs> well, let's see. Let me go over to you. Sin City, what you got for this week? So, obviously, Dynamite kicked off with uh, John Moxley and Claudio versus FTR. This match was great. Um, now, the only thing with this match, it went to a 20-minute time limit draw. Yeah. I am completely fine with establishing that a time limit draw can actually be a thing. Um, you know, the problem is, is that we just had another one of these a couple of weeks ago. Um, um, obviously, this led to the uh, the announcement of a rematch at Revolution next Sunday, right. uh, which the next match should be great. 
Uh, it was obvious uh, that there was a little bit something that these guys held back. So you knew that when they said that it was going to be a, that the match was a draw, that they were going to link up again and have that match at Revolution. Uh, elsewhere, Ric Flair was actually on AEW TV this week. And quite honestly, this was the most subdued Flair that I have ever seen. I mean, I've, I've heard that his Ric Flair drip cannabis line is pretty good. So either he was on that shit or this was Richard Fleer cutting the promo. Um, said that when he signed on, that he thought that he would be around much more and he has to examine all his options. He then walked into the Young Bucks dressing room. Yeah. You know, I seem to remember mentioning on this show a few weeks back how it would make sense for Flair to turn on Sting one last time. Hmm. Yeah. And then uh, you mentioned the Wardlow promo. You know, yeah. he cut the promo of his fucking life, at least so far. Yeah. Um, he brought up all the misuse, the fact that the rocket that he had strapped to his back was actually pointed upside down. I, I laughed at that. Yeah. And, you know, it's good because everyone sees it. Everyone knows it. At this point, why not make it canon? And he even got a dig in on CM Punk saying how he injured the best in the world and his body is still falling apart because of him. Absolutely. Yep. Rob, you got two minutes, man. What was your take on this week? What was your highlights? Let me just piggyback on what he said with the Wardlow thing. They did keep MJF's name alive a little bit longer. Mm -hmm. He made a dig on MJF, which is good. Uh, we want to remind the people that MJF is not gone. So that was Absolutely. really good that Wardlow did that. Mm -hmm. Um Problem with that is I don't know what you're gonna do with him because they 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 don't ever follow up with a story because again I may and I missed last night uh, with Collision I don't know where Miro is don't know where CJ Perry is they had the rocket ship strapped upside down for them too <laughs> um, we're getting uh, FTR matches which are good uh, minus the kissing uh, Valentine's Day <laughs> smooching stuff that was. My God, it was rough sex in the ring oh, on man. Valentine's Day um, with, uh, you know, Dax and, and, and John Moxley. I've met John Moxley. If that guy was going to kiss me, I wouldn't be able to do much about it. I would just have to – I guess I'd have to learn to like it. Uh, but they had they had some good – you're going to take this kiss. Okay, sir. Um, uh, is Renee okay with this? Is she going to watch? At least oh, there'd boy. be some. All right. Uh, yeah. There were there's some good matches going on. Daniel Garcia as part of this FTR mega group. I'm liking it. I'm liking what I'm seeing with uh, with the Bang Bang Scissor Gang. They're supporting each other. Give it some steam before they turn on each other. Um, and that doesn't have to go an even split. You could easily just have. You know, three-way split on this. You could have the guns go their way and the other two go their way. So anything uh, is still possible there, but it's really entertaining right now. So I've been really entertained with that. No doubt. You know, Matt Michaels, I totally forgot to do the uh, Too Sweet for the Week uh, intro. My bad, but it is Too Sweet for the Week. Finally, we could get to some uh, something major that happened out of the country that was pretty exciting. I'm going to give it to you, man. You got two minutes. What you got? Oh, yeah. I mean, AEW uh, had that uh, amazing pay-per-view down in Australia. It was uh, uh, 50,000 strong cheering on uh, uh, the yeah. – oh. I was oh. sleeping watching that one. That's why I was late tonight. So, <laughs> yeah. 
Well, you know, the um, I think that when you look at the Elimination Chamber, this is something that has been around now for a number of years, right? It started back uh, in 2002 or three, uh, must've been two because Sean came back. That was his championship, uh, match. Yeah. So, um, you know, you, you, you have 20 plus years history of doing this type of match. Mm -hmm. What is interesting about this is that I don't think in this case you had to do anything that was, um, reinventing the wheel right right just look at the performers that were in these matches and you can just you can clarify that these are the top performers in your company right yep. very simple um tiffany stratton has a rocket strapped to her back and it's pointed up so <laughs> yeah. oh yeah that's good um yeah. <laughs> Highlight for me was Logan Paul writing backwards. That was the literal best part of the show. Um, but you know, it's it's interesting to see uh, the setup on some of these matches where it looks like you're gonna have AJ versus uh, uh, LA Knight, and it looks like uh, it looks like Randy versus Logan Paul, uh, which should be damn interesting uh that elevates randy orton i think what a what an opportunity to give a veteran guy an exposure to an audience that is you know they were fucking born when he started wrestling <laughs> so yeah i think that that is a fucking reward for this guy Definitely a too sweet for me is Drew McIntyre. Matt, I've been telling you for the longest about this guy, and I'm just happy that it looks like what's going to happen is going to happen. I'm exciting, man, but that's just where I'm at. Let's see where you at. Where's the look? All right, I'll go with you, Rob. You got you, you got any questions, man? We got we got some love for who not getting enough love. Uh, I'll say this to a degree: the wrestling, but the new day. I feel like they're rudderless right now. They're 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 being used to put other people over to a degree, which is fine. Mm -hmm. But I'm watching it, and I'm just kind of going, all right. Uh, maybe they just need to go on a singles push, especially not Kofi Kingston, but uh, you know Xavier Woods. Mm -hmm. uh just maybe do something more with him where i feel like he's getting a win uh as far as i mentioned earlier uh, again on the aew front again miro the hell are they doing with him mm -hmm. he should be getting the type of that's the kind of stuff i want to see miro talking about the kind of promo that was just cut before by wardlow should be a miro promo with mm -hmm. the wife in tow i want to see them going retro and just going big and going and chewing through the you know the back locker room but we're yeah. not getting that. Um, I don't know what they're waiting for. Um, hopefully with the women, we'll get something more than scattered women's matches because we're going to have somebody from WWE roster <coughs> who's in the writing talent who is going to start fixing this in Jennifer Pepperman. <laughs> uh, I don't hey, – hey, if we don't like 
we're gonna talk about this in three yeah. count, guys. Sure. Just keep but going. if we, if we, uh, hopefully, we'll we'll start to see some some cohesiveness uh, for the women. I, I'm sure there's a lot of stuff I'm forgetting right now, but it looks like Elimination Chamber was what we expected it to be. It was kind of like, yeah, these are the results we wanted and we were expecting. Let's just get into you know WrestleMania. Okay. Um, the some of the stuff, the Viking Raiders, the single dude, he's another jobber. He, you know. Whatever. The only one that I'm liking right now is is uh, Imperium, and they're they're at this plateau where they're not going any further, and the other two guys are useless. Yeah, Vinci and 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 what's his name, uh, Ludwig are Hi, useless. Sir. Well, I will tell you that uh, Monday Night Raw match with uh, Ivar and Chad Gable was actually a pretty good uh, uh, match, I, I, I would say. So good, but there's got to be eventually you got to go somewhere where you elevate these matches and they, they have a purpose. Usually, even WWE do that. I'm not expecting much from AEW. AEW oh. would do a random match because Tony Khan likes the old tape style. Hey, those two guys would pair well together. Yeah, what's yeah. the point of it? I got you. I got you. Matt Michaels, um, where's the love? You know, what's interesting is I never thought I would say this, but Nia Jax needs to get a little love um it's a very hard thing you wouldn't be the one to give it to her (laughs) hey man it's her hole (laughs) just saying good job sir good job uh the low blow we all wanted oh my hole (laughs) the the hardest thing to do is to put your ego aside especially someone who has a known ego Mm -hmm. be brought back made a monster who hasn't lost since she came back Mm -hmm. and then know that you're going down to australia specifically to lose this match right right? Mm -hmm. no one no one in their right mind, thought that Nia Jax is going to win this match. And it's the main fucking event of the show, right? right? Yep. So that even puts more pressure on it. Nia did exactly what she needed to do, and that was she gave, without a shadow of a doubt, the impression that she could potentially beat Rhea. Suspension of disbelief, if Mm -hmm. only for a little bit, so that you can buy and invest into it because you always want to think. it. Everyone complains about when the WWE doesn't do what they want them to do. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, isn't that what makes it fun? Is that that opportunity of just having her fucking lose the match to Nia Jax in Australia? The fans would have fucking gone crazy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So but she has Roman Reigns disease. She can't cut a promo. That's her only sin, really. Is she's, uh, well, she's terrible at promo. No, no. Her, her only sin is the, the botch. She's, yeah, she's a, a botcha maniac. But, um, and I know it's in my name, but, uh, <laughs> <laughs> All right, yeah, she can't cut promos, and let, she's a botch. Let me move over to you, Sin City man. Uh, where's the love, man? Where is the love for Jay White? I mean, this dude wrestled for the AEW World Championship 
in November at full gear. Yeah. November. Okay. We're at the end of February. That's three months time. Okay. He is wrestling meaningless trios matches now. Um, this week he teamed with Billy and Colton Gunn against the Iron Savages in a squash match. Um, in which now I guess this belongs in WTF, but there was a spot in this fucking match where there was Titty City from ah. the the Iron Savages. Like the dude's 300 pounds. He pulls the straps to a singlet to the side. This is the shit that you're having Jay White wrestle against. Okay, great. Um, you know, if, if you're looking for an example of getting lost in the shuffle, as so many people say that so many people do in AEW, they come in, they get the, uh, you know, the immediate rocket strapped to their back. They get to the top of the card and then they disappear. Or mm -hmm. I would venture to say even worse is a situation like Jay White, where you're clearly being misused. I am mm -hmm. just counting the days until revolution when hopefully hopefully we get some sort of a turn and bullet club gold breaks away from the acclaimed. Hopefully yeah. we get some sort of unification of those trios titles, something, but regardless, whatever it is, Jay white deserves better. It, it's he definitely weird. A gold guy to show up. It's definitely weird hearing, uh, what, what, what was, what was it? Um, so, so there, Bang bang scissor gang. Bang bang Something? scissor gang. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, what is that? Bang, I'm hearing. Bang bang scissor gang. Oh my god. All right. Well, maybe that should be the segment of how we start this one. Matt Michaels. What you don't like my intro into that Sin City? Does bang bang scissor gang? <laughs> Matt Michaels, please. Glasses came off. Oh boy. Yeah, oh, oh, yeah, yeah. Here we go. Well, yeah. He officially looks bolder than me. Hey, Let's throw well, the comment back up there. I'm I'm as clean. I'm as clean as is 13, baby. So uh <laughs> let's just say that uh let's just say that uh my what the fuck goes back to uh going to collision a couple weeks back and seeing tony khan come out three fucking times in a night this is the problem with that company that mm. motherfucking egomaniac is a fucking moron he comes out just to stroke his own goddamn cock in front of the crowd and you know what some of them like to open up their mouths and drink the shit down and that mm. is fucked up because all you should be doing is having actual talent come out and fucking uh, getting the, the audience hyped up. Use the people you have. Use the talent who people like to see and have them hype up the crowd. Don't go ahead and come out and fucking nervous twitch and don't look like you know what you're fucking doing out there. And then when people cheer... Just get this stupid fucking smile on your face and you can see that he's getting a boner because he's a fucking genius in his own fucking head because you idiots fucking cheer for the guy who does nothing for your company other than write fucking paychecks that his daddy is giving him 
And uh. he's basically, you know, I get it. I get why the AEW fans like this motherfucker. Because all of them are closet basement fucking titty mommy sucking little oh. shits Ooh. who want to fucking be that guy because he can fucking play wrestling all he fucking wants. Because so, wait, wait, Matt, Matt, Matt. The so what money. you're saying is you don't like him? <laughs> wait, let me jump over to Sin City. Now, this is a good time for him to respond to this WTF criticism. Go ahead. I mean, I'm not going to respond to it. Everything that most... <laughs> To remove the hyperbole and the bullshit. Sure. The, the crux of what Michaels is saying is the hyperbole accurate. of everyone drinking Tony. Yeah, Khan's drinking cum. drinking Tony Khan's <laughs> semen that's being oh sprayed around the arena like yeah. you're at a fucking Rammstein concert. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> um, listen. All he's doing is he's he's pulling out the Stone Cold or the fucking Curtain milk, milk truck. truck and fucking doing his version of it. Hold on, hold on. How amazing is his cock and balls that he can do that? That's got to hey, be. That's the new genetic jackhammer. That's something. Well, I mean, man. the team is called the Jags for a reason, oh, right? God. So, you know, I, I I do have to mention this, and yeah. I've got I've got one name to throw out here, and I'm sorry, Michaels, it's not Tony Khan, it's Madison Rain. Ooh, you know. Uh after her match with Deanna Perrazzo went to the picture in picture commercial, it completely fell the fuck apart. Complete with Madison rain spiking herself right onto her head. When Perrazzo was going for a flatliner or something to that effect. Um, Deanna obviously picked up the win, but dude, that head first bump literally made me yell out. What the fuck? Um, elsewhere on that show, Hook, Rob Van Dam, and Hangman Adam Page versus Samoa Joe, Swerve Strickland, and Brian Cage. <sighs> so yeah. many people, me included, thought that they were, you know, pushing onward with this heel turn with Hangman Adam Page, which a lot of us thought was a good move. And this week, he teams with Rob Van Dam and Hook, which, by the way, props to Tony Schiavone, who genuinely popped the other announcers when he said that nobody gets higher than Rob Van Dam and caught everybody (laughs) off guard. So they couldn't come up with anything to reply. Anyway, (laughs) these dude, likewise, Joe and Swerve are two thirds of the world title match on Sunday. Right. Can't stand with promotions do this. Can they coexist storyline? It sucks. Anyway, Joe choked out Rob Van Dam to get the win in 22 minutes. But so many things in this match just had me saying, what the fuck? So what the fuck? Yeah. Took, yeah. I, 22 minutes to choke out Rob Van Dam. Jesus, he was high. I, I know. <laughs> <laughs> the longest chokehold ever. And I noticed I have I know I haven't watched AW in a minute, but when did Adam change his look? He looked like a uh, 1980 porn star. A couple of weeks ago, and the thing is, like, he looks similar. He's got the appearance similar to a Magnum TA now. Um, yeah. That's that's what that's who everybody's comparing him to. Which one are, um, who are you referring to again? Hangman. Oh Hangman. yeah, yeah, with that mustache. What with the, the mustache? Yeah, is that. And, and I, I mean, it, he looks like his face is pudgier and he's put on weight. It, it, but the thing is, he looks like he should have an alignment change as well. He should not be a babyface going into this match. Yet they're keeping him that way for whatever reason. Professional wrestler. 
Oh Jesus! I don't. I, I don't know about that. Rob, two again, minutes go. again with the hyperbole. <laughs> um, my what the fuck moment was Matt Michaels talking about Tony Khan coming everywhere. <laughs> um, we also have we also have a Samoa Joe that's kind of rudderless right right now. He's another one. He's got the belt. They're not doing him as a heel per se, but he's not a baby face either. He just exists. And the, the pairings that they have with him kind of give to me the idea that they don't know quite what to do with him. They just needed somebody to take the belt off MJF from. And I he's he's coming across to me as a very transitional guy. Um, with MJF, the belt was one of those special belts that had a meaning and everything was, and everything had a pairing. And I, I, you, you see what I'm saying? I don't feel that the guy is is going to be holding it and and and, and leading the company. He's not the face of AEW. Okay. That's okay. the feeling I get. Um, the other thing is with Ric Flair, I mean, this very dry heel turn that we might be getting with Matthew and Nicholas, where again, they're they're not heels, they're just a shock value thing. When they came in with the with uh uh with Orange Cassidy's blood everywhere, and they were and they were wearing those white suits. I'm going, okay, great, it's gory. What are you going for? What, what what are you hoping to accomplish? Mm-hmm. I, I I don't know. Again, this is my only problem with it's more of a widespread what the fuck of the usual. What are you guys trying to accomplish past the shock factor? The mm-hmm. is is part of a coherent storyline because is all of these factions we're still running around with all of these different factions that are supposed to be the heel factions, but they're not doing anything and they're not fighting each other, which they should be. So what? Yeah. All right. Well, let's see what we're all looking out for. (laughs) Going to be back over to you, Sin City, Steve. I know you're looking forward to WrestleMania, but you might actually say Revolution. So let's see what you're looking out for. (laughs) I I, I was actually going to say both. Um, Obviously, Revolution looks stacked. Uh, Sting and Darby versus the Bucks. Joe, Hangman, and Swerve. Uh, Eddie Kingston and Brian Danielson. Tony Storm and Deanna Perazzo. Uh, You know, it's it's a very, very solid show. AEW genuinely, more often than not, puts on a great pay-per-view. It's building to those matches where they've had issues in the past. Um, they've done a better job with that leading into revolution. Um, Mm -hmm. dare I say, I think that's why I'm looking so much more forward to this show than say world's end or another pay-per-view that they've done in, in recent memory where the emphasis wasn't necessarily on building to those matches for whatever reason. Um, speaking of WrestleMania, uh, the main matches are locked in, you know, it's, it's shaping up to be a very, very entertaining show. Um, and a very entertaining two nights of WrestleMania, unless you're DJ impact, of course. (laughs) Um, but, uh, elimination chamber was a, was a good watch. Um, it, it was, nothing was predictable, but as we've said repeatedly, what is, you know, what makes sense and what is predictable isn't necessarily a bad thing. Um, Tiffany Stratton had a breakout performance in that women's chamber match for sure. Logan Paul proved once again that he belongs in WWE. That dude is just so fucking good. And I say it after every pay-per-view, but it, it remains the same. 
dude is killing it right now and has yep. been since he's signed his contract. Um, yep. The right calls were made with Drew and Becky winning those matches. I, I tell you, man, I'm I'm thinking that we're going to see a uh, Damian Priest cash in on Drew McIntyre after he wins that title. Or mm. maybe Drew wins that title and holds it until SummerSlam when he uh, loses it to CM Punk. Mm, okay. I like either way. I, I, I hope he does keep keep it for a little bit. Drew's just been on fire. I just like how and by the way, oh, yeah. you, you told me this last week. Is it true he still hasn't signed his contract? He still has not signed a contract. That's crazy to me. All right. Let me move right over to you, Rob. What are you most looking out for? All right. We're going to not talk about Jade Cargill. Uh, because <laughs> honestly, once. I don't know where they would put her right now, so we'll just skip that. She'll show up okay. after WrestleMania. Um, and she'll she'll show up on Raw probably. Uh, I do not see uh, Rhea Ripley losing in any capacity at WrestleMania. Uh, there's more there's more uh, time for her yet. Um, I will agree with you, Sin City Steve, that uh, you have to have Drew McIntyre lose to Damian Priest. He needs to win. He needs to go. Oh, he's my moment! Yes, oh bloody will did it, and then get his ass kicked south of heaven. Done. Uh, and now we have a real feud here. Now I have a mini Cody story here, but I will enjoy it more with Drew McIntyre chasing after all of Judgment Day and chewing through each of them one at a time. I think mm -hmm. that would be very entertaining. Um, as far as the Bucks are concerned, um, I don't know. I I mean, with, with Ric Flair and the suit, and they're also wearing the suits, you can see where this is going to go. Um, but to what degree? Because does that mean we're going to have Ric Flair as a as a as a ring you know as a ring manager for a while? I'm hoping so, because that would make the most sense in the world. We've seen him do this on Impact Wrestling with Fortune, uh, where he came out and uh, he was a great manager for all and got into the ring. If he gets into the ring, does some you know underhanded nut shots, maybe a few figure fours. You're going to get me so interested in, in any like garden variety fan, so interested to watch to see where Ric Flair is going to show up. I am super looking forward to an active Ric Flair. Okay, no doubt. Matt Michaels, man, what you excited for? Well, I'm definitely not excited for an active Ric Flair at the age of <laughs> 75. Jesus Christ, man. He's gonna drink the woo juice and it'll be fine. Oh, oh. God. it's like uh yeah, happy birthday to Ric Flair. He's 75 and look good. <laughs> if you think that's looking good, <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> oh, my God. I don't know, man. Oh, so you uh, do a figure four at 75. A figure four at 75? Listen, dude, I'm not going to be – I don't think I'm going to be running around saying that fucking – 18-year-olds should be riding Space Mountain at 75. <laughs> Trump says it all the time. <laughs> yeah, well, ride Space Mountain. <laughs> I, you know, that's that's him. That's not Ric Flair. Ric Flair is... Uh, oh, God. And uh, we're forgetting one thing. We have, um, we have uh, the best Ric Flair impersonator over there at the same time. Why he hasn't gotten over there with Jay Lethal and cut a famous promo part two... Woo! Oh, American Bam Bam. You knew it wasn't going to last. 
know, I, I definitely am looking forward now to seeing uh, how they build this Logan Paul and Randy Orton match. I think that that's going to be uh, just very entertaining. Um, what are they going to do with uh, the tag team titles uh, come WrestleMania with, uh, you know, Judgment Day? Um, you had them on the pre-show using two of the, you know, guys who would get a pop in Australia. So it made sense. But, uh, again, no real justification to think that that match was going to be anything else than Judgment Day cheating to win. So, um but uh, yeah, it's you know it's going to be interesting to see. I'm also interested to see uh, if uh, Sting actually retires. Uh, hmm. You know, he better. Well, he said in WWE that if he got surgery, he wouldn't walk, and if he didn't get surgery, he wouldn't walk. So I would imagine this has got to be it. Well, you you saw in WCW that ended, and we thought Sting was done, and then. All of a sudden, he's in TNA for 90 years. <laughs> and then he got done there and then shows up in WWE and uh, wrestles there and then uh, disappears. And everyone, you know, I listen, he's going to be the first AEW Hall of Fame inductee because they're going to start that bullshit, um, you know, so that he ends up in like all, all the Hall of Fames. <laughs> Well, Tony Khan's already selling tickets at Wembley Arena for the TNA Hall of Fame, and you can get your tickets right now. Rob has got the first ticket. <laughs> as blood squirts out of his nose. Oh, boy. All right. Let blood out of the nose and come out of the cock. Oh. Jesus. All right. Best in show for the week. Let's go. Oh, let's stick with the cock and say it was absolutely Elimination Chamber. Okay. Okay. Elimination Chamber for Matt Michaels. Uh, Sin City. You know, you know that when you, when you choke the cock, you eliminate the chamber. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Sin City. These are your dad's puns. These are turbo puns. Yeah. Anyway, um, AEW Dynamite. Um, we, you know, we talked about the promos. I actually like the the uh, out of ring stuff more than I did the in ring stuff this week on AEW, um, which mm -hmm. really does say something. So hopefully they are committed to actually building characters, making people care about storylines and characters. Yeah, that remains to be seen if they continue to go down that path. Um, but I'm definitely encouraged by it. Um, also, you know, of course there was the Daniel Garcia Christian promo that, uh, yeah, yeah, you knew, yeah. you knew, you knew Christian was going to go there when, yeah, uh, when we found, when we found out that Daniel Garcia's dad was dead. So, uh, and the address that he gave incidentally was to the cemetery. Right. Are you serious? So, wow. Yeah. Wow. That's, yeah. that yeah. just elevated that. Yeah, it's even so, more oh, that people took the time to look up the address and find out yeah. that it was the fucking great. I, I like that attention to well, detail, to be honest. But to be honest with you, also, one thing that I was I didn't understand is 
why is Daniel sitting up in the ring listening to this? At some point, when you hear somebody say you're a dead father and he should be, shouldn't you be out of that ring going up to him and whooping his ass? Like, why are you just standing there in the ring taking all that and then saying, if you say one more thing about mama, then I'm going to come down? No, you should have already been down there going towards Christian, even if you was going to be stopped by his crew members. Yeah. I just didn't understand that part. You think that should have been a break apart? Yeah, huh? there's, there should have been, there a, break been apart. a pull apart for sure. Yeah, but, but okay. yeah, I, I I completely agree. Um, Rob, best in show for you. Um, SmackDown. Oh. I, I liked I like with the writing. I like what they're doing with Damage Control. Dakota Kai being on the on the tilt there, where she can go either direction. Yeah. I don't think she was really injured by by the Kabuki Warriors. Yeah, I think she's just you know it's a trap. Yeah, that's what and I'm liking like. it. I'm also liking the color commentary. I didn't know how I was going to like having two heel commentators at the same time, but they're playing off of the fact that they love each other so much. Oh, I didn't think I'd ever find somebody who agrees with me quite like you. It's like brilliant. I, I just love it. And it's, it's very entertaining. But again, the reason why I put it over dynamite is there's continuity in what they do. So I'm entertained, but I know that whatever storyline that you guys put, because there's no telling when we're going to follow up with Daniel Garcia and Christian as good as there was. They might not start it back until two weeks down the road. We don't know because they're so inconsistent. They so, better have a fucking graveyard match. Which on, we should on, have done three times. Like a buried already. alive match? Buried alive. And they did that it with Christian and Jungle Boy. And then Christian's back a week later still running his goddamn mouth. So. No, 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 no. I'm talking literally in that fucking graveyard on top of Daniel Garcia's dad's fucking grave. Do so then, and then when Daniel much. Garcia wins, he could dance over his dad's grave. Well, I, Daniel Garcia is not going to win this match. Come on, Daniel Garcia is not going to win this match. It's going to end up being Copeland and Christian at Double or Nothing here. Yeah, but Vegas. Copeland is is injured right now. Right, but Double or Nothing is also in May. Yeah, you, I don't know what the injury was, but he that might still be why, really. Why did Christian say Copeland? Um, can't fight for the title anymore. Was that after he got hurt, or was he was just supposed- just just run his mouth? There was no stipulation yeah. made. Oh, okay. There was a because that was the whole point. Christian was doing the cope. Edge was doing the cope uh, challenge to earn his way back, but there was no framework as to what that actually meant. So there was nothing for Christian to go. Oh, you beat seven guys. It's not like they did when they had uh, Jericho go through that challenge for MJF and he had to wrestle Juventud Guerrero. And then if he lost even one match along that way, like Nick Gage, he had to fight those guys. He would get the, you know, the, the chance to fight again. No, there is no stipulation. There was no uh, activate, uh, no mechanism. So it was just kind of an open-ended thing. And then he gets hurt anyway, which is perfect timing. All right. Well, there we go. Um, that is our wrestling talk. We appreciate everybody for hanging out. Make sure as we end this show for everyone that's watching us live, be prepared as we are going to go into three count. Did someone say hanging out? <laughs> I'm hanging out. Oh boy. Oh, oh I'm sure you are. Oh, my program is so good. Oh. <laughs> oh. Wait a minute, wait a minute. You don't you need the uh the wig. You need the wig and you have to have uh the powder on your nose. Oh boy. And so um so, yeah, um, make sure that you uh, hang Three out. Count. All right, recount. And then Mike will start snorting some Coke. And then after that, everybody, uh, if you're just listening to us through the podcast, just make sure you um, 
you if you're not going to be on three count you download tuesday's episode of it so you'll be able to hear it all right with that we appreciate you take care and we'll do it uh next week peace out happy wrestling Biggest bad boys of podcasting.